We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, Gotta give us what we need. Hey. Welcome to BCP Unfiltered. Please receive a big hug from me. I am your host. I am your brother. My name is James, and I'm going to bring you this information. If you're coming from YouTube, I talked a little bit about the Jimmy Ginny Thomas story, the wife of Clarence Thomas. We're going to get into that. We're also going to get into uh, the lawsuit uh, involving a Secretary of State. But first, let's start off with this. We have Bill Barr caught in a big fat lie. They never even really looked into the stolen elections of 2020. So how could they ever get to a conclusion, Bill Barr? How could you get to a conclusion that it was looked into and nothing happened that would have changed the results of said election? Which we all know, the entire world knows that Joe Biden is an illegitimate president and did not win the elections of 2020. We have some breaking news. The Attorney General of the United States, William Barr, has just debunked President Trump's claims of widespread election fraud. In an interview with the Associated Press, he said, quote, to date, we have not seen fraud on a scale that could have affected a different outcome in the election. Remember that doozy? Remember that doozy from the very beginning of December? Oh, but let's uh, remember that this was not based on any court cases or any thorough investigation, which we knew at the time, but that's not what we were being told. We were being told uh, courts have not found any shenanigans, of course, because they didn't hear any, but we were told ad nauseum, hey, even Bill Barr, Trump's go-to guy, uh, Trump's puppet, Trump's B, Trump's whore, even he knows that Joe Biden is the real winner of 2020. That is what we were told ad nauseum starting in mid-November and December and January, well, November and December of 2020, going into January 2021. We know that earlier Attorney General Barr had told lawyers and FBI agents that they could investigate if they wanted to. That's in contradiction to longstanding DOJ policy. But now we have him coming out and saying they've looked at some systemic allegations of fraud. They haven't found anything. And this really, I think, pushes pushes it a lot closer to, to all the litigation being done. I mean, he said to date, but we're a month after the election. And I think if anything was going to come um, come to be investigated, he would have seen it by now. And Ron, inherent in what Bill Barr is saying here is that Joe Biden won this election. What is your reaction? Right. I mean, the fact that even Bill Barr is saying this, who has been 
the most loyalist to the president who has repeatedly kind of twisted uh, the law and the facts to try to benefit the president from the way he characterized the Mueller report uh, initially, all the way through the fact that even he is reaching this conclusion, Brianna, it makes it even more astonishing and egregious how few Republicans in Congress have been willing to say the same, in effect, to acknowledge that the sky is blue or that gravity exists, that there could not have been fraud on a scale to, uh, you know, tilt an election that's going to finish somewhere around six and a half million or seven million vote margin. So the fact that even Bill Barr got here, I think, makes it even uh, underscores just how exposed these Republicans in Congress are and just how cynical and corrosive uh, their behavior has been in terms of allowing Trump to undermine faith in the election, which is happening among Republican voters. Now, we know that Bill Barr has doubled, tripled, quadrupled down on this and has been saying ever since uh, he left office, which, by the way, a reminder, he left before President Trump even finished his first term. He's uh, gone on several times to double down on this claim that there is uh, no proof, there's no evidence of widespread fraud in 2020, uh, that it wouldn't have changed the outcome of the elections. It was enough to, there's not enough to reverse the false resort, uh, the false results of a Biden win. Okay. Now, uh, once again, Patrick Byrne says this very uh, succinctly and very true. It wasn't widespread in that it was every single place. It was targeted. And of course, we know in just a few places that they did it, literally in just high Democrat-controlled areas, high population areas where they could flip the whole state. So, you know, Fulton County and around uh, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, in Detroit area of Michigan, and then all the other places uh, that they did it from Maricopa County, uh, Arizona, over in uh, uh, here where I'm at right now, Clark County, Nevada. We never talk about the huge, huge fraud that took place here in Nevada. And uh, it's just absolutely uh, uh, nuttery, right? And of course, we've got Wisconsin uh, and other places as well. Now, uh, yesterday, that was something that, you know, Bill Barr was saying that uh, that we knew, knew not to be true. But today, on um, Steve Bannon's war room, Jeffrey Clark, the director of litigation at the Center for Renewing America, he's a uh, former Trump advisor. He told Steve that the Center for Renewing America sent out a FOIA request to 12 U.S. attorney districts from the 2020 battleground states. Now, we know that Barr sent out a memo on November 9th, 2020, saying that there should be investigations of the elections, as we heard uh, CNN from December 1st reporting on that and how they were dismayed by that. Um, I want you to listen to what Steve Clark told Steve Bannon was a result of these FOIA requests. You got Jeff Clark, former senior uh, Justice Department official under President Trump. Jeff, explain uh, a pretty big story. Walk us through uh, this pretty shocking uh, set of details. Jeff Clark, honored to have you on here. Take it away, sir. Thanks, Steve. So I come to you with news about, uh, you know, someone who could be called Colonel Clink these days, Bill Barr, uh, former attorney general, uh, who said that the election issues were thoroughly investigated. But 
uh, FOIA information just came out at this point from two more districts. There, there were FOIA requests put in to 12 U.S. attorney districts uh, in multiple states, the, the key battlegrounds uh, where electoral votes were were in play uh, for you know whatever party uh, wanted to win, Biden or, or Trump, that election. And after Bill Barr had issued uh, November uh, 9th memo saying that there should be investigations of the election, uh, the FOIA document requests have come back with no documents, the null set, Steve. In other words, Bill Barr is saying, we looked at this, there was no fraud, no widespread fraud that would have reversed the election. But the FOIA requests are coming back with no investigations were even done. A null set, nothing, zero, zilch, zero, big fat goose egg. Nothing has come back, even showing that the investigation took place. So how can you draw a conclusion from even cursory investigations that there was no widespread fraud that would have reversed the results of the false results of Joe Biden winning if there never were even investigations done to begin with? Uh, so no investigations were done as a result of that memo. There's only one of the 12 districts that has not yet come in. That's the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. But it's amazing, right, that uh, it's like a kabuki dance. A memo was issued, but nothing was actually done about it based on that uh, FOIA uh, responsive, uh, you know, uh, uh, things that have come in. And the only district that has not yet responded is the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. And I'll okay. remind you there, Steve, that the U.S. attorney in uh, Philadelphia, the Eastern District. He wrote a letter to Trump last year, and he said that he had election fraud issues, serious ones, to investigate. He asked Barr for permission to investigate. Barr denied it. Barr would not let him hold a press conference, and Barr told him to send anything he had okay. to the Democrat AG. Okay. So okay. that's why they're holding that one back. Yeah, so like I said, we're not getting anything back yet. That one Pennsylvania one, what do you think is the result if and when it comes back? All the other ones came back, nothing. The one where we know that there was uh, the U.S. attorney saying, yeah, there's stuff here. Bill Barr stops him, tells him to, to send it to a Democrat AG who, of course, is not going to want to investigate that. So we can pretty much uh, surmise that we're not going to see anything from there. If we do, wow, would that be a blockbuster? But so far... No FOIA requests have come back with information regarding the investigation. There was no investigation. Bill Barr, as we already know, is a big, fat liar, a backstabber, and uh, you can call him Colonel Clink, or you can call him uh, another, a, a number of other names, like treasonous, traitorous, rat, bastard. Perhaps, perhaps, if we get anything from Pennsylvania... It'll be bombshell, but we probably won't see anything. <laughs> Hang on a second, this is a blockbuster. That guy he's talking about is Bill McSwain, who I think eventually ran for the for the uh, for the senator governor. Didn't governor. didn't win a particular thing, but he, he governor. He he was a guy that came forward and said at the time to Maine Justice, "Hey, Philadelphia's in my purview, there's, but there's there's all kind of issues here, particularly the mail and ballots. We got to get all over this." And he was told by Maine Justice, I think, to stand down. And of course, who was at Maine Justice, who was the Attorney General at the time, Bill Barr, who looked everyone from their president to different reporters, 
to whoever wrote his book for him in the eye and said, we investigated and found nothing. That is a bold face lie. Bill Barr looked the president of the United States in the eye and told him, we've done an investigation and there was nothing there. Justice. He told it on 60 Minutes. He's told it everywhere. It's in his book. He has looked people in the eye and told them they did an investigation and there was no voter fraud. Am I, am I, is that correct? I just want to make sure we're, we're doing it correctly here. That's correct, Jeff Clark. He looked the president in the eye. He told everybody, he went on 60 Minutes in his book. He's been going around that justice did a, uh, an investigation. And I think he even said there's a report and there's nothing there. Is that correct, Jeff Clark? That, that's basically correct. The one tweak I'd make, Steve, is he said that there was not enough to affect the outcome of the election. Uh, okay. But if you're getting back no documents from FOIA, then, you know, there's no indication that, it, that investigations were really done and certainly not done, you know, at a deep level. He couldn't know e- either way. That's the crux of the argument. There was not an investigation done to draw any sort of conclusion. So you can't go and say there wasn't enough evidence to show that we could have reversed the result when there was not enough uh, investigative muscle put behind looking into that in the first place. Bill Barr, Bill Barr, Bill Barr. All right, let's get to Ginny Thomas. I, I touched on this briefly uh, on a YouTube earlier today, but couldn't give you the information because, of course, it has to do with the stolen elections and they trying to stop the truth of the stolen elections coming forward and punishing anyone who has wrong think, including the wife of the greatest justice currently on the Supreme Court, which is Clarence Thomas. Now, I had my doubts about Clarence Thomas for a long time. No, I'm, okay, let me back that up. I've liked Clarence Thomas from the beginning, but I never fully trusted that he would always be consistent because of his being uh, counsel and attorney for Monsanto. But man, he has proven me wrong. He is the OG black conservative patriot, and he continues to be the black consistent patriot and the bold constitutionalist patriot. And now his wife, who also knows the truth, uh, is coming under attack. Liz Cheney and the January 6th committee came to an agreement with conservative Ginny Thomas to be interviewed in their ongoing witch hunt. In June, the illegitimate, unselect January 6th committee sent Ginny Thomas a letter requesting her appearance. In July, Ginny Thomas's lawyer sent a response uh, to the sham January uh, 6th committee one week after they formally requested her testimony. Ginny Thomas's lawyer, Mark Paletto, said she does, uh, he does not understand the need to speak with Mrs. Thomas and indicated she is willing if they can provide further information regarding their intentions. Paletta, uh, Paletta has argued that the emails John Eastman produced to the committee provided no basis to interview Ginny Thomas. Now, who is John Eastman? Once again, the attorney making the argument from Wisconsin to Trump to everyone else that the Constitution does in fact give the state legislators the right to put in alternate electors and it doesn't matter what the states say or argue what the attorney generals uh, attorneys general in those particular states do doesn't matter that um mark uh, over in arizona has done nothing about the fraud 
The Constitution gives the powers directly to the state legislators. The Constitution is the supreme power, supreme law of the land, even over uh, the state legis uh, the, what, what state uh, attorneys generals and others can do, and executives in those states. And therefore, they have a right if they find fraud to put in alternate electors. This is something that he was talking about and bringing up, and it has constitutional merit. And that is why they are trying to stop, and the Democrats are now have have passed in the house i'll get to that in a second their scheme that i talked about yesterday with uh hr 8873 in their request for the interview the committee wrote that it had recently obtained additional information regarding eastman's activities as it related to thomas quote in your june 16 2022 letter you based the interview request on a subpoena on a supposed connection between Mrs. Thomas and John Eastman. The select committee has obtained evidence that you had certain communications with John Eastman during this time period. We believe you may uh, have information concerning John Eastman's plans and activities relevant to our investigation, but the committee has not identified this alleged evidence. That's what Pauletta wrote. Instead, press reports have insinuated that Mrs. Thomas and Mr. Eastman were engaged in a plan to overturn the presidential election results. Pauletta continues. Indeed, leaks from this committee have led reporters to write this recently produced emails from Mr. Eastman show that Thomas's efforts to overturn election were more extensive than previously known. But as you are aware, Mr. Eastman's emails show no such thing. And that's what Pauletta told them. You're trying to uh, conflate John Eastman's activities with my client, Ms. Ginny, uh, Mrs. Ginny Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, as being involved in these things uh, because of some emails, yet the emails that you are purporting uh, somehow entangle Miss Ginny Thomas, Mrs. Ginny Thomas, excuse me, our client is false. So Ginny Thomas and her attorney agreed to terms uh, for her interview by the fraudulent committee, who of course their goal is to try to stop uh, Trump, punish his supporters, and jail everyone for wrong think. Uh, realizing that we all know that Joe Biden isn't the real president. So we have this uh, NBC News uh, report uh, from last night. Ginny Thomas to meet with House Committee investigating January 6th riot. The agreement comes after weeks of negotiation and a letter asking the conservative activist and wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas to speak with the panel. The January 6th committee has reached an agreement. Uh, a source told... NBC News on Wednesday. Emails, records, and reporting indicate that Thomas, a conservative activist and the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, was involved in some aspects of scheming of a scheme involving fake electors after the 2020 election and was also in touch with Trump lawyer John Eastman about his strategies to overturn the election results. Once again, let's say that's all true. It's her right to talk to anybody and it's anyone's right to, especially an attorney, to look for and discuss legal ways of overturning an election using the Constitution. That is not against the law. Thomas first came under scrutiny for messages to former President Donald Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, and state lawmakers that questioned the 2020 election results. That's the wrong thing that we're all going to be punished for, folks. Hey, look, I'm James, the bold conservative patriot. I'm putting myself out there because on this show, Every single day of this show, just about, I'm covering how Joe Biden is a fake fraudulent president and how the elections of 2020 were stolen. And that makes us all who think that 
and those of us who are bold enough to claim that, enemies of the state. Which is why I'm in the state of Nevada uh, on business, having nothing to do with this YouTube business. Because, unfortunately, there may be a day when, not on this program, because uh, here on, if you're watching this on Locals, we're guaranteed uh, freedom of uh, speech, so we appreciate your support. Uh, those of you who do not monetarily support us, uh, we invite you to do so to make sure that this uh, program can be a, a viable source of news for you going forward. Uh, this show is also available on Patreon at bcpextras.com, so you're watching it in any one of those two places or listening to it uh, on Spotify at bcppodcast.com. There may be a time... Especially as we're, well, I'm not hoping this doesn't happen. I'm not hoping it doesn't happen. I don't talk about this on YouTube. That's why this show exists. But YouTube knows I talk about this here. The FBI knows my full name and everything about me. I hold licenses in 42 states, folks, or I did at one point. 42 states of the 50 states I held licenses in, in uh, previously in, in my business activities. They know who I am. They know everything about me. And every one of us who claims the truth that the elections were stolen are on that blacklist. If they can come for Ginny Thomas, the wife of Clarence Thomas, which of course, that's a bigger target. They want to go after her. Maybe they don't want to silence little old me right now or ever. Who knows? But we are on a list. And we are enemies of the state, the deep state, that is. So this agreement has come after weeks of back and forth. We'll see what happens. And the last story I, I want to end with here, folks, uh, is this. Very interesting. This is breaking. Um, this is from 100% uh, Fed Up reporting today. This is a big deal. Well, actually, from yesterday. This is a big deal. Michigan Grassroots Organization files... Federal complaint against dishonest military, uh, military, Michigan Secretary of State Benson claims she broke the law when she outsourced voter roll cleanup to leftist third party group. Pure Integrity Michigan Elections filed a lawsuit against Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson for violating the Federal Help America Vote Act when she contracted with the Electronics Registration Information Center, ERIC. Very, very evil leftist organization, complicit and part of the stealing of the election machine. And they did this on the auspices of cleaning up Michigan's voter roll. 100% fed up is saying, if this sounds like a big deal, it's because it is. The Secretary of State, as Michigan's chief election officer, she oversees the Bureau of Elections. She will now consider the alleged breach of federal law. From an optimistic perspective, the... Uh, Bureau of Elections now has the opportunity to right a major wrong and set their boss on the right track. So let's see where this goes. I'll have more information on this as we follow up. Um, but that's the uh, news item that a Secretary of State, Michigan Secretary of State, has a federal complaint against her for breaking the law when she outsourced voter roll, voter roll cleanup to the very evil Eric system. All right, we'll be back. Make sure that, uh, that you, ha well, obviously if you're watching this, you've registered uh, or you are already a subscriber. Uh, make sure that you continue to look out uh, for the emails that we send you when we uh, do uploads and to continue supporting us. We appreciate 
uh, your assistance and your support. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Hey.